can do it. Should I do that or not? Okay, fine. Question number one for you. How did you or why did you get into police work? I got into police work because I got out of the military early. I enlisted in the U.S. Marine Corps in 2003, and as my enlistment came to an end in 2007, I found out that you could get out 90 days early if you enrolled in school or ran for office. Uh, so I found out the only school back home that was starting in that time frame was the police academy. Nice. So I'm sure you saw some really crazy stuff as a Marine, but that's another episode. Uh, sticking with the police force, what is the single craziest thing you've seen as a police officer? Crazy as in, like, unexplainable event. Crazy as in, uh, like, mass violence. Like, yes. <laughs> you define crazy. What's the single craziest thing you um, see? The single craziest event. Oh, man. Let's go top five. Oh, I like it. I can go top five. Okay. Um, High-speed pursuit and a guy throwing chainsaws and saw blades out the window <laughs> at us. Um, I would go with um, a guy who believed he could uh, was receiving orders from this organized crime syndicate through the FM radio station and acted out those <laughs> orders. Um, oh, man. I could, I don't know. Um, it's weird to, like, be asked to, like, whittle it down to one complete thing. Okay, I have a follow-up okay. to your answer. Where are the chainsaws in the truck, cab, and he's throwing them out of the cab, or was somebody in the bed of the truck throwing them at you? The saw blade came from the driver's side. <laughs> Chainsaw, I think, came from the passenger side. I don't. I was the second car behind it. So, so just riding around with chainsaws in the front. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. Number three. Ooh. I don't know. Like. I've seen some pretty crazy morbid things, like things that dead bodies do. Yeah. They'll groan and talk to you. Oh, no, that's not good. Um, <laughs> that was crazy, because nobody told me about that. And then the first time that happened, I thought it was like the walking dead. Oh. Um, hmm. Hmm. Like, I don't know. Okay. We can I don't move. know how deep down this rabbit hole you want to go. No, that's probably deep enough. <laughs> Let's move to the next one. Uh, third question. What is something that you've been asked to do as a police officer that conflicted with your views of a, as a Christian? Or have you ever been asked to do something that you had to wrestle with as a Christian? Uh, yes. Not, not in that black and white thing, though. Um, there's a, a very popular church. Uh, some people call it a cult. Some people call it um, just an offshoot mm -hmm. of different things. And I actually testified against them in court. And some of the questions the prosecutor was asking, I felt were just aimed more at this group's religious point of view than anything. Um, but to see them defend themselves 
on the stand, uh, you could really tell that like they felt they were being persecuted for their faith. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but no, I, you know, law enforcement is all based on personal integrity, yeah. um, and I've always I've tried to ensure that at the end of my shift, my integrity was still intact, and so I didn't. I was very careful not to do anything to compromise my personal moral values or belief system. Nice. Awesome. Number four, what do you love about being a police officer? It's different every day. You you never know what you're going to get into. Um, When I first got into law enforcement, um, I liked the driving fast. I liked kicking doors. I liked... uh, physical aspect of, you know, chasing people. And uh, I worked in a very, very uh, violent area. So there was always um, disturbances and fistfights and uses of force, things like that. And as a young former Marine, it was kind of scratched an itch. Um, But then as I got older, I found and more mature. And as God changed my heart and I kind of grew in my faith, I, I really got more enjoyment out of helping people. Being able to like quantify, okay, this is what I did today. It's not that, you know, I made this many arrests Mm -hmm. or stopped this many cars, but hey, you know, I actually got to help somebody today. So, cool. Follow up to that. What do you hate about being a police officer? Or do you hate anything? You may Uh, love it all. I mean, it's called work for a reason, it's not (laughs) called fun. Yeah. Um, I really wish NCIS never would have been a TV show. Mm. Uh, I really wish people did not watch Law and Order. Yeah, uh, creates this false, false belief in what the criminal justice system is. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> what do I? I don't think I would say I hate anything about it. Awesome. Um, I wish, I wish it wasn't necessary, and I wish some of the things that I've had to do in my career would not have happened. But I don't think they're like I hate. I I, I hate that that happened. Right. Um, I would say that if I could change anything about law enforcement, um, is to show people like what we actually do, not what they think we do. Yeah. Do you feel like there's a an impression that police officers don't care, and they're just out to get people? Or sure. Uh, I I mean, it depends on where you go. It depends on what uh, what exactly you're talking about. You know, if you're talking about a traffic enforcement officer <clears throat> who doesn't respond to dispatch calls, all he does is stop cars, then, yeah, you're the 35th car he stopped that day. He's not going to be very yeah. willing. He's not going to chat it up with you. Yeah. Um, but then again, it kind of falls back into people don't truly understand what we do or how or why. And I think a lot of that is law enforcement's fault. You know, there's mm-hmm. a there's a... I don't, it's not a tactic, but it's like a, kind of like a business model, I guess. I don't, I don't even, I'm not explaining it very well, but it's called uh, community policing. Mm -hmm. It's how we police a community. And part of that is open lines of communication. Uh, You know, law enforcement has to live in a glass house. Yeah. And a lot of agencies um, do really well in that. And some agencies could do better. Um, And I think if the public knew more about what law enforcement does, it would go a lot farther. But yeah, um, there's there's plenty of times in my career where I was probably callous or didn't 
didn't care as to what the person's excuse was. Right. So. Cool. So last question. Um, if you were talking to a young person, uh, probably particularly a Christian, that's considering going into the police force, uh, what would be your overall, like, you know, not advice necessarily, but just like, this is what you should think about, or this is kind of, um, makes sense. Yeah, um, the things that a young officer is going to experience, especially in today's society, will shake you to your core. It will it will make you question just about everything you've ever been taught. So you have to be really, really secure, in my opinion. You have to really understand what you believe in and know why you believe in that. Um, some of the things that you're going to have to experience, uh, the death of children, um, the violence that one human being will commit against another, um, it'll it'll really kind of make you jaded and cynical. Yeah. And, you know, we're supposed to be the, the church. We're supposed to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And how can you do that yeah. when a guy's shooting at you? Yeah. You know, what, what do you do? Would Jesus do a transition drill to his oh, rifle? Or, <laughs> it's kind of... Uh, Gosh, that's tough. Yeah, and there's really no, no, no easy way about it. Yeah. Um, but I would just recommend that, you know, you stay centered in the scripture and stay centered in what God wants you to do, whatever that is. Um, and if God wants you to be a cop, right on, man. Um, God does want you to be a cop. Don't fight it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there was times in my career where, um, like, it really kind of took me down a peg. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt like, like, I didn't think I was being selfish. And I didn't think I felt like I was better than everybody. Um, but there was a, there was a, uh, when I worked in the criminal investigations division, there was a time where uh, I learned through a surveillance of a telephone call that this uh, person was praying. And what this person did and what later was found out about him, it, I, like, I got mad. Yeah. I was like, what are you praying to God for? He's not going to help you. You know, like, right. in my head, it's like, yeah. you've done X and Y and Z. Yeah. And, uh, man, I was driving home that night after my shift feeling all, you know, good about myself. And God kind of brought me back down to earth like, <laughs> hey, bro, you ain't any better than him. Right. Uh, you know, don't think that yeah. you're better than that. So I, I would say staying humble. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, man... In law enforcement, unfortunately, they're going to call you everything but a child of God. So I think right. if uh, words hurt your feelings, this may not be the best for you. But <laughs> I think just staying centered in Scripture and staying staying focused on what God, how you can show the love of Christ. And you can in law enforcement. It's very difficult at times, but um, how you can go about that I think is super important. The last question was my last question, but I lied. Um, <laughs> do you think there's a lot of talk in the Christian world, especially like in ministry and that kind of stuff about being called to do stuff? And maybe this is too deep, this is too much, and you know, it's there's kind of a distinction between ministry and just regular jobs, which I don't know, maybe there shouldn't be. But do you feel like people can be called to be a police officer? Um, I don't know much about callings. Um, that's way outside my lane. Yeah. Um, like you feel like God made you. I feel like the way that God made me, the way that my mind works, um, 
my emotional makeup, mm-hmm. my the rational portions of my mind, how I make decisions. I feel like the way that I was raised and as I grew into an adult, it was God forming me to do this job. Yeah. Um, I didn't know it then. Um, of course. But I feel like I feel like God uses everybody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is probably a story podcast for another day, but I always felt like I didn't have a place in the kingdom because wow. of the world that I lived in. I mean, mm-hmm. um, the things, the, the violence and uh, the calls and, you know, all these things, it, it was great as a 25, 26 year old Marine, uh, but yeah. as a spiritual provider of your family, how are you supposed to come home yeah. wearing somebody else's blood? Oh, man. Get your uniform in the washer before your wife finds out because you don't want her to be upset and you're lying. Yeah. You know, um, but I felt I felt like this was what God wanted me to do. But that was a selfish part of me that wanted that. And as I got older and as I matured, I think that I've realized that, you know, God can use anybody. Right. And there's been times in my career where um, I feel like God did use me, yeah. whether it just be to be the rock in people's storms mm-hmm. that they could cling to. Right. Um, I remember going into a house. Um, I want to get into specifics, but it was mm-hmm. a pretty bad scene. and uh, I was able to make my way back into a bedroom where a person had been shot and was able to keep calm in that mm-hmm. situation helped that person, um, I think. Wow. Um, being able to compartmentalize and kind of sift through all the emotions that you're feeling and stuff. I feel like God created that in me. Yeah. Um, you know, but I, as far as that's the tough thing about law enforcement, you know, like you go through so much just to pin on a badge <laughs> minimum, you know, five months of a police academy plus probably six to nine months of a background investigation before you're hired. So you're looking at almost a year, year and a half before you hit the streets to even find out if you like it. Right. So I feel like people say they can be called to do it, and that might be true. Um, but I don't, I don't know, man. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> gotcha. That's a kind question. of a tricky question. Yeah, uh, but it's a good one. I mean, I think that's something even ministers struggle with. You I, know? Yeah, for sure. I think that. I think when you feel like God's telling you to do something, there's that one little voice. It's like, mm-hmm. but is it because you want to yeah. do it, or yeah. because you know? Yeah. Um, but I think that I think. God can call people to do anything. Right. And, um, you know, there's, I've worked, I've served under people in my career that God put in place that really poured into me spiritually, professionally, personally. Um, there were huge blessings to me and my family. And I remember looking up to them and at times like asking them like, hey, how do I do this? Yeah. Because we just kicked that door open, right. yanked everybody out by the hair, took everybody to jail. Oh man! And here you are switching gears. Hey man, um, don't let this be a ending for you. Just let it be a speed bump, you know. And you're able to witness to these people like, how do you do that? Yeah, being able to work for those kinds of guys um, and girls are is just huge, and I think it's really really important not only for the kingdom but for our society here on awesome. All right, man. That's all I got. Thanks for sitting down with us. Yep.